What's up, everybody? Pat Flynn here, and welcome to episode 310 of Ask Pat. Thank you so much for joining me today. All right, now let's get to today's question from Tracy. Hey, Pat. My name is Tracy, and uh, I want to start this recording off by saying thank you so much for for SPI and for the Ask Pat. Like, they are invaluable. I wouldn't be uh, even making a website if it wasn't for, for your work. So I really, really want to thank you for that. And uh, my question today, it has to do with blogging. I'm following the steps that you've suggested. You know, I've got my website up. It's traceramo.com. And it's I want to sell uh, information products like direct download video, that kind of thing. And I'm just building it up, trying to work on my SEO and, and create content. And I'm working on creating blog posts right now. And the thing is, is the blogs that I've been posting... Uh, they look like just essays. There's no real formatting. I don't have words in bold or italics or multiple titles or anything like that. And I was wondering if I should look into learning copywriting because uh, I, I know sales copy has a lot of that kind of formatting stuff going. And if I was, I was just curious, really, what your opinion of there are they related or is there something I should look into directly that'll help me kind of. Uh, spice up my my blog's appearance instead of just looking like a, a high school essay. So thanks again, man. Uh, I really appreciate everything. You you are awesome, and I I I listen to the podcasts and the shows that don't even relate to me just because you have a great personality and it's just you're, you're entertaining. So thank you so much, man, and uh, uh, have a great day. Hey Tracy, what's up? Thank you so much for the question today. And I think this is a fantastic question because a lot of blogs that I do read, especially beginners, and I'll often go to uh, the the blogs of my readers, and and I'll I'll check out sites that people suggest I, I look at to see if I can offer any help. And I do that every once in a while. I can't do that as much as I'd like to, just because it takes a lot of time. But one of the biggest things I find when I go to those sites, Tracy, is that the formatting of the posts aren't reader friendly. And you had mentioned that your posts are perhaps like that because they look like essays. And essays, for those of you who don't know, or are sort of just a longer post with no subtitles in between, no bolding, no italics, and just simply one large chunk of text. And yeah, it's probably broken up into different paragraphs, but as far as separating things out, that's about it. And for those of you who are listening, you probably know that you better enjoy, and you may, may, you may not even know this, but subconsciously, it's just easier on your eye and you better enjoy posts that are scannable, meaning they are separated by different um, subcategories and things like that. So there's, of course, a title to your blog post, but within your blog post itself, there might be several subtitles for different sections. And the reason those are very important is because it allows the reader to easily scan, to easily uh, come back to where they were if they lose their place. And you know, if it's just large chunks of text, it can be really difficult on the eye. And uh, you know, breaking up a post into different sections like that can really make it easier to read, easier to flow, and just less uh, overwhelming, actually. I mean, that's one of the big things with essays. Whenever, you know, I remember uh, having to write an essay back in high school. I mean, that, that was a daunting task. But if I had thought about it like I think about blog posts now, it would just be cut up into different sections. So there's the intro, there's the thesis statement, and then there's the supporting points, and then there's the conclusion. So that's your basic premise for your blog post, and you can break them up into that specific format as well. However, there are some resources and tools online that can help you with how to best structure your post. And I'm going to, uh, I want you guys to check out copyblogger.com. I think I would 
if I were you, I would subscribe to that anyway. Brian Clark over there and his team does an amazing job with helping us with our copywriting. And copywriting is similar to sales copy. I mean, uh, copywriting, I feel, is, is is writing online with a purpose. And it's not just online. There's copywriting in uh, newspaper ads and, and, and on television commercials. I mean, that's all copywriting stuff that you see. But I feel that it's something with a purpose. Now, it's not necessarily to sell something all the time, but copywriting to get people to take action, to get people to pay attention, to get people to respond, for example, but also sales as well. And so copywriting you know, is a skill that can be learned, and it's learned over time, and it is learned from experience. And so the best thing to do is just to be conscious about these things that I'm about to share with you to make sure you format your blog posts and pages in a way that's easily readable and scannable. And uh, so copyblogger.com is a good resource Go to Google and type in copyblogger format. The first post that will come up is a post that is called A Comprehensive Guide to Formatting Your WordPress Post. And I've used this before, I remember, which is why I came back to it today. I'm going to go over this quickly with you. But again, look up copyblogger and then formatting, and that will bring you to this post on Google. So uh, here we go. We break it down, or he breaks it down into – actually, who's the author here? The author is Pamela Wilson, who is Vice President of Educational Content at Copyblogger Media. So this is a great post. So how, you, how can you use your WordPress formatting bar to really spice up the look of your post and make it more easily readable? And also, when you do this, you'll find that it's easier to write as well. It's, it, it gives you breathing space in between the different sections. It gives your audience breathing space in between reading sections as well. So the first... Uh, Chunk here is uh, says number one: be bold and be subtle. Uh, so bold and italic formatting options that will give you some great, great formatting options in terms of really helping important parts of your post stand out and have you know just making sure people pay attention to those things. Of course, you don't want to go overboard or you'll just be annoying. The next thing you want to do is what they call signposts. So creating signposts with subheads. So like I said before, visitors often skim your subheads before they read on to dig into your text. So it's important that you do this. And this post that I'm talking about, again, look up formatting and copy blogger on Google, and you'll see exactly this is what they do. And this is why it's so easy. Number three, help your reader measure progress with numbers. So instead of just different sections, different numbers can help. So like I mentioned, number one, be bold and sub subtle. Number two, create signposts with subheads. Number three, help your reader measure progress with numbers. It helps them understand where they are, but also where they're going. Number four, break up those concepts with snappy bullets. So this is another great tip. So if you have points that you need to make, instead of writing them out in full paragraphs, you're going to make it easier on yourself for writing them out. And your reader, they're going to get through them much quickly if you put them in bullet points. So maybe there it's a numbered list or just bullet points. So concept one, concept two, concept three. And that's super easy to skim and much easier on the eye. And it just makes the formatting of your blog post much better. Number five, shrink your paragraphs to web-sized chunks. This was something that I actually learned from Derek Halpern over at socialtriggers.com. Because if you actually go to socialtriggers.com, you'll see he uses a lot of these things too. And I was really interested because I, I got really into Derek's website back in the day and reading his posts. And I re recognized that his paragraphs are maybe one, if not two, sentences per paragraph. And that's it. If it's about three par if it's about three sentences in a paragraph, uh, you know, you, you want to look to try and restructure it. Again, it just breaks it up, makes it super easy for you to write, but also your audience to read. So shrinking your paragraphs to web-sized chunks, just one or two sentences per paragraph, which I know doesn't sound like very much because in an essay you'd perhaps write five to ten um, s sentences per paragraph, but no, just a couple. 
And number six, highlight, emphasize, and inspire with block quotes. So block quotes, block quotes are in your WordPress formatting bar, the little quotations. And if you, if you highlight a piece of text and then click that, it sets it aside in a little block. And it's styled differently depending on the theme. But it really draws the user's attention to that. And if you have a very important point or perhaps a quote that you want to share, it's a great way to set it apart from all the other bits and pieces of text that are there with you. Now, you can also push that button and then type and then push that button again to release uh, and then have your further text be normal. So number six, highlight, emphasize, and inspire with block quotes. And number seven, start strong, finish strong. And I love this because it's not really a formatting tip, but it's just an idea that you want to make sure you start your post with some compelling you know, sentences about why people should continue to read and what they're going to learn from it. And at the end, sum up everything that was learned, but then tell the reader exactly what to do next. Ask a question to encourage comments. Propose a new way of thinking about a topic. Invite people to make a purchase, for example, if this is sales copy that you're doing. And so that's uh, that's what you want to do. And so those are the seven tips. Again, look up copy blogger and formatting on Google. You'll come to this post. I sort of summarized it for you, but I recommend you check this out. And they have a lot of other things that are very helpful on this website as well. So Tracy, I hope this helps answer your question uh, in terms of how to format your post much better. This is something that we can all do a much better job at, and I know I can as well. So make sure you head over, over to copyblogger.com. That was a resource we mentioned. And thank you, Tracy, for your question today. And Ask Pat T-shirt will be headed your way for having your question featured here on the show. And for those of you who have a question, make sure you head over to, uh, <laughs> to askpat.com. Sorry. Make sure you head over to askpat.com and you can ask a question on that page and uh, perhaps get featured here like Tracy and get a, a, an Ask Pat t-shirt sent to you. We've sent out over 300 t-shirts now and uh, can't wait to see them sort of on the streets, if you will. And if you see one on the street and you're listening to this, be like, hey, I probably heard your episode and then start a conversation. That's that's kind of my dream with these t-shirts for people to connect and uh, that'd be pretty cool. Thank you so much again. And I want to quote my good buddy Greg Hickman from Mobile Marketing Engine today. He says, we were all raised to make a good first impression and no more than ever has that first impression been as important as it is on a mobile device. Make sure you're mobile friendly. That is fantastic advice because I've noticed the trend and the increase of readers and listeners and viewers coming from a mobile platform. So uh, you better make sure you're mobile friendly or else that first time somebody visits your site, it, not, it might not be a good experience. And uh, that's not what you want. So check out Greg Hickman at Mobile Marketing Engine. And thank you all so much for listening to today's episode of Ask Pat. And I look forward to serving you again tomorrow. Cheers. Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while. And that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show. For now, at least. And this way, we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects. That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable. And the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, the Smart Passive Income podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.